0: Hello and welcome to another installment of Bar Talk Podcast, bringing you everything you need to know about law via discussions, interviews, and news updates. Amy, congratulations on winning our two thousand and seventeen Lifetime Achievement Award for the Omaha Bar Association. I'm happy to to be here interviewing you for um, for the newsletter and for the podcast.
1: Thank you. That's a great honor <laughs> I, that I I really am kind of speechless about. So thank you.
0: Well, um, one uh, I'm writing the article and and we're um, doing a podcast here. I I want to get your history on your involvement in the Omaha Bar Association. When did that start? Right.
1: Well, I graduated from law school in 1979 and I was very fortunate to come to Ellick Jones out of law school and uh, the senior partners uh, Al Ellick and Bob Spire, were very uh, committed to participating in the Bar Association. So I began with my I guess the first bar so well the first bar association meeting following my employment I went to the bar association meeting which was I think at Anthony's Steakhouse mm-hmm. but you didn't know anyone but at least uh, uh, once you got in the door it was it was all right sure. and it was uh, meaningful to meet other lawyers.
0: And during the, those early years um, you would just introduce yourself to people and and just kind of well w- meet one after another or be introduced by Bob you know, and no Ellen. I
1: would try I think uh, no I think uh, we were kind of expected to do things independently on our own and oh. I used to joke with George Blazek who's just a, was started he be, he and I are about contemporary sure. starting he he'd been here much longer than mm-hmm. I have but uh i would always sit at a table and joke that once i sat at it no one else would sit there so uh you never knew for sure but at least i figured if you met one lawyer it was worthwhile to be there because it helped with your practice of the law mm-hmm. to know people i i think that's very important so mm-hmm. that's why i continued to go and then you know the bar serves a worthwhile purpose Yeah. for everyone
0: and You've uh, been a part of the Lawyer for All Service uh, Committee of the Omaha Bar Association um, for, for decades now.
1: I, I have been, yes.
0: And um, and the history of that, as I understand it, and I think we've talked about this in the past, um, it was started by Al Alec here at the firm um, back in
1: 1969? Uh, I think... um uh, 67. Well, I don't know. Late <laughs> 60s, early 70s yeah. is what I, I... I don't have the exact date. I'd have to check that, but... Yeah. Um, well, l Lake was very instrumental in working to... At the beginning of legal aid and the lawyer referral program. And um, so, as a result, when we would start here, we were expected to participate as a, a member. And uh, we would take cases. And I know that I... I'm. I'm not a member right now, I'm a member of the committee, but um, I think three of our lawyers are members, Larry, Dan, and uh, Jordan Holst, our newest attorney. So um, we've all felt committed to it, and it's mainly seen as a service to the public. And um, over the years, whenever expenses were challenged on the lawyer referral uh, service, uh, I just have a great memory of Al Ellick at a meeting reminding all of the members present that this is a service to the public. It was not intended as a money-making um, uh, gimmick for lawyers. Mm-hmm. Now lawyers had made money by being members, but it was primarily a service. And um, So I I always remember that meeting because he s- felt so staunchly about the program. Mm-hmm. And I do. I, I just think it's a great... Uh, program that the bar sponsors, which, by the way, is, uh, you know, headed up by a committed uh, director, and, uh, and it's had great support from the bar, and I think that's increased. So,
0: And, D- yeah, Donna's done a great job for the past 27, 28 years in, th- in that position, and yeah. um, she was uh, preceded by somebody who did it for uh, about that length as well. Um, so it's it's been a, an amazing run of directors of the Lawyer Referral Service Program. Um, and, it, and it is a unique Lawyer Referral Service Program. A- as I understand it around the country, there's very few that uh, operate this way where there's not money back to the referral service for each case uh, given out to the lawyers. Okay. Um, and so that it's really focused on giving that consultation at a at a fair price so that the Public has that information on whether or not they have a case, what the way forward would be in their mm-hmm. case um, for the the fee, the nominal fee, um, and very proud that the Omaha Buyer Association dues, part of the membership dues, covers um, in part the lawyer referral service program, right, which doesn't operate indep- on an independent budget. So. Um, so, tell me a bit about. You you uh, have the honor of being, as I understand it, the first female president of the Nebraska State Bar Association. And um, tell me how that how that process was, how, how how that adventure was to to go into the presidency of the state bar. Oh
1: well, you know, um, bar leadership is to me not that complicated. And at least in my case, it was kind of the uh, motto is just show up, and that's what I did. I happened to, and again, I, I, do, I do have to stress the support of everyone I work with, all my partners and um, Al Ellick and Bob Spire. I, um, I somehow was elected to the House of Delegates, and um, gee, Al Ellick supported that 200% and uh, I was always able to go and go to meetings and things that uh, maybe some people don't have the freedom to do. So I'm very grateful for that, but uh, I tried not to miss any meetings and uh, Bob Spire started the, um, uh, the program at the state level. The, uh, uh, I'm blanking on that.
0: Volunteer lawyers. Project? Yeah, the project. volunteer. It's yeah. now the
1: volunteer lawyers project. Mm-hmm. He worked very hard on that during his presidency, mm-hmm. and um, I was fortunate enough to probably be the least, you know, least needed lawyer in the office because he'd let me go and travel around with other lawyers, like from Legal Aid, mm-hmm. to different communities to promote the program. So. I um, I had that privilege of meeting lawyers from other than Omaha and appreciating what they do and appreciating what legal services did throughout the state. And then when we had a committee developed, I served on that committee. And um, so I would go to those meetings. So to me, I just, especially for young lawyers, I, I really think it's important just to show up. And that's how I happened to End up in that uh, chain going up to become uh, the president. It it was nothing, no no special skills, no no special anything. But the fact that I was always there, so what can you do? She they were kind of stuck with me, I guess. So <laughs> that's how that happened. And um,
0: well, that's that's a way to describe it. They were stuck <laughs> with you. Yeah, I think. <laughs> um, so. so You've you've done a lot of mentoring um, over the years, and and your firm is sort of known for its mentoring um, here. Uh, That is something that I think you feel pretty strongly about, and um, whether or not officially or unofficially um, have done. And um, does that go back to your time as as a as being mentored by the by the attorneys in your office or?
1: Well, I think the for lawyers in general, it's important to to be friendly to one another, mm-hmm. kind to one another. Of course, a lot of people might not think I am when I'm in a case sometimes, but uh, and welcoming to others. So, uh I so I do I think that comes from the role models we've had here is to respect one another and uh uh, treat others how you'd want. I mean, this sounds like it's from the Bible, but treat others like you'd want to be treated. So, that's always been an uh, important emphasis. So, I, I do hope that we, you know, are welcoming to new people regardless of uh, where they're coming from. I, I've always wanted to have the bar association to be inclusive of all people and. You know, when you think of it, we all have such um, varying talents. And really, it's not the, um, it, we all have something to contribute. And the law is broad enough that whether your talent is an inch thick or, or a foot thick, that there's a place for you. So I, I feel that we need to uh, include people. And welcome others to the profession that's just how I feel about it sure so. mm-hmm.
0: and um, you've you've had the opportunity to, to practice for many years and um, over that time uh, I'm sure some things have stayed the same some things have changed uh, people talk about how it's a it's a new world today and everything like that in the legal profession in the legal community um, how do you see it
1: okay well this is just a has nothing to do with the practice of the law but when I started practicing for a woman we had kind of a uniform we had to wear and um, we always wore the suit and the tie and the whole bit so now I see that people have relaxed that which is a good thing you don't have to always have a suit and um, be mistaken for who knows what the way we uh, wore our uniforms in the old in my day so it's changed that way I think there's a um, Uh, much more freedom in how even people dress. I think how we interact with others has changed and for that I think there's more of a challenge because when I was a young lawyer you would be able to go over to the courthouse uh, on your lunch break and see people, talk to people, you'd go to the somewhere for lunch and you'd know the other people and say hello which would make it much easier when you went to court and we went to court we would go in and wait our turn together and we'd all have a you know friendly conversation now with everything being so electronically motivated we don't have to see each other as often we don't have to talk to each other even I mean it used to be a phone call now you don't do the phone calls so much and so we have to work harder at uh, communicating with one another in an effective way so that's to me that is the change that um, um, for me is the the biggest change is the change in method of communication
0: well communication has has sort of proliferated in different forms it's not necessarily effective like you you said effective communication and that seems to may be more difficult when everyone can communicate but how they communicate isn't necessarily as effective yeah
1: probably maybe mm-hmm. you can communicate with more people right. I, and it is easier it's uh quicker. so sure. i mean it's just that probably i'm just a uh, used to the a different style because maybe if you'd ask a new lawyer today they'd be so grateful they don't have to talk to somebody like me on the telephone <laughs>
0: well <laughs> you know? and, and this is an aside to, to yeah. the whole yeah. conversation but yeah in person conversation, you have the visual cues, right. y- you have the voice intonation, the you know, the back and forth. Absolutely. And there is so much more to that on a whole on communication than written communication that can be misinterpreted. Even phone conversations you can tell by pauses yeah, and tone. I agree. And um, it it's it's one of those things as we do more written communication, um, it, it seems to lose something and people to not see eye to eye as much because they're they're misinterpreting what's said on paper and things like that yeah
1: and that's even true with clients Mm -hmm. you know they no one wants to take the time to meet but if you meet you really accomplish a lot more yeah i believe absolutely Mm -hmm.
0: um what what are your proudest bar association achievements and maybe we've been over this with lawyer for all service and i don't want to ask you questions you've already answered. But what, what, what do you say is your proudest moments with the Omaha Bar Association, with the State Bar Association?
1: Well, this goes back before, before your time, but one of the most, um, I thought, worthwhile accomplishments when I, when, as a member of the Omaha Bar Association was a, uh, an immigration program that was done on an anniversary date of the, of, um, I, it, was, it was some special immigration date and the Omaha Bar Association. I think Keith Fredericks was the president at the time. Um, where was it? Could have been Judge Burke. Might have been, it was probably overlapping those two, Mm -hmm. Judge Burke and that time era. But uh, there was a committee to create a really beautiful celebration of immigration. And it was the OBA and we worked with um, We worked with the private uh, businesses and we worked with the federal court to create a a beautiful ceremony. And that was, I think it was a great, it it reflected well on everyone involved, I thought, and most importantly, it recognized those new citizens in such a a wonderful way. So for me, I always remember that as as a great experience because uh, as an OBA member, uh, the committee was given the opportunity to interact. I remember with Judge Beam at the time, and and then with um, different corporate leaders uh, to create this program. And everyone worked together for the purpose of honoring these new citizens. So, mm-hmm. for me, I guess uh, thinking back, especially in the present time regarding citizenship, I think it was a very important and worthwhile project. And that so that happened quite a while ago. In the present time, I think um, with the OBA, I think uh, really what is really a good thing, in addition to the lawyer referral, is the increase in continuing legal education. And I really have been a recipient, not a one. I, I think Scott Paul began the ethics seminar the year before I became president. And um, really under you as executive director, we've increased our continuing legal education. Which is very important, and then third, I guess one, two, three, I guess four, because the lawyer referral, that immigration, the continuing ed. I am very happy that there's a young lawyers section. I, you know, um, I think if we young lawyers aren't involved, there is no association. I always thought, as a young lawyer, as I aged, I'd know more lawyers. You find out your world gets smaller, not bigger. It's <laughs> when you're young that you have the opportunity to meet more people, and I, I think our young lawyers section that started now, which I had nothing, no responsibility for, is one of the greatest things for our association.
0: Yeah, um, the immigration, um, citizen naturalization, uh, um, you know. Um, not performance. What am I trying to say? That th- the ceremony, yeah, um, that takes place over at the federal courthouse mm-hmm. on a regular basis, it is a moving experience. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I know it, it continues to happen, and, and we, I guess, we haven't done anything with that, but it is, it is one of those most important moments in their life and their family's life, and for us to be a part of that, that's. Yeah, that, that it was good. Neat. I
1: mean, it was at, they had a in that mutual dome, and they had food. And I mean that mm-hmm. it was a it was an anniversary. It was a special occasion. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it was Judge Burke's uh, presidency that that. We'll go back and heard. look in the newsletter. I have to the go, yeah go look at that. Yeah. It was really um, really interesting, and it was the place was full.
0: Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what what would you like to see in in the Omaha legal community what would you like to see for the future from here where 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 do we need to be going what do we need to be doing
1: um, let's see. well I th- I think we I think we always have to just work at improving the quality of legal services we provide and that I think lawyers as a group tend to be uh, while we all have differing talents I think we all tend to be kind of um, hard on ourselves and hard on others because that's the nature of our profession so I think as a group I'd like to see positive uh, interaction to just improve the um, legal services provided to others and um, and promote the administration of justice so that there's access to all so um, I think Legal services is important, and I think through the OBA we'd want to promote that. But we'd also just individually through continuing education and so forth, and promote our own abilities to practice. I think, um, especially if you weren't as, you know, if you go into a situation where you need extra help, I think I hope that we can have a system in place to that people can feel free to uh, ask people for help. And so that's what I'd like to see. And then I'd like to see just uh, uh, again, I've always felt like there needs to be inclusivity of uh, all types of persons in our profession. Mm -hmm. And that would, I've always thought that the profession, and I said this when I was state bar president, should reflect what our population looks like. So I. I think the schools are working hard to encourage that opportunity for others but mm-hmm. I think as the OBA I hope we can be I hope we wouldn't want anyone to feel excluded from the OBA right. that's what I
0: Absolutely and I just at the OBA, at the ABA meeting they were talking about how um, you know the the population of female attorneys coming out of law school reflects the population and then when they get to 40 um the numbers just drop and it's not necessarily related to starting a family or anything like that um it ju- mm-hmm. they they seem to see the break even separate from having having kids um mm-hmm. that it's still there's the the partners um the, you know the the later in life partners aren't reflecting that that going on so there's still some some work to be done to to make it inclusive at the higher levels as as female attorneys um, get older mm-hmm. and get to those partner track positions mm-hmm. that they're still feeling mm-hmm. um, uh, you know included and in that it's what they want to do so I think there's still a long ways to go yeah. on, on that and especially um, diversity on all other yeah I think uh, well.
1: for women and for minorities I think mm-hmm. um, at least uh, I, I mean for all groups I and men too, I guess that's feel inclusive too, because uh, I think women are graduating in higher rates mm-hmm. than men mm-hmm. right now. Uh, so you raise a good point if that happens, but <coughs> I don't know what the ratio is of minorities into the profession. Right. And I, I think we lag really behind in that area.
0: As, um, what is it, 20, 2050 or, or what, I think that's a 2050 is when it's a majority minority Country that we live in, yeah. Um, when it comes to advanced degrees in minorities, I think we're
1: yeah. I think all professions right. are suffering in that area.
0: Yeah. Um, <coughs> as kind of a a, a change here in, in mm-hmm. and yeah. questions, uh, what what are your hobbies? What are your passions outside well, of? See, Dave, I probably law?
1: sound very boring because mm. I. Um, Right now, I don't really do that much outside of uh, practicing law. I, I'm from a large family, and most of my outside um, work is, outside activities are connected to sure. my family. So well, I'm the middle of nine children. Oh, wow. I was so I have a lot of brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews. So when I have time off, that's what I'm doing. Yeah.
0: So, uh. Is there a family reunion once a year? I used to be a here? swimmer. Okay.
1: But um, I had some uh, series of situations come up uh, over the years that i I withdrew from swimming for a while, but mm-hmm. I was a, a childhood competitive swimmer and swam into adulthood, but mm-hmm. um, have taken a break from that that's that 's my my sporting activity sure. but i haven 't done it for this while, so no. I lead a boring life
0: no family 's not boring at all <laughs> the families actually the stories from from family are, are the best it seems like. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm so separated from my family that I don't, I seem to not do that as much as I should. Oh. Um, I uh-huh. don't, I don't, co- I'm not in contact with my family as much as I should be, but, oh. um, the, to, to spend your time with your family, do you have, uh, um, uh, a sense is that, like your, your extended net of family that you see probably like, probably have like 50, 60, fairly uh, close relatives that you're spending mm-hmm. time well, with. Out of I nine have nine um,
1: Let's see. There's nine. Yeah, we're nine. I have 36 nieces and nephews <laughs> and we figured there's 62 great-grandchildren. So Wow. <laughs> I just went to you and I just went out to Kearney to look at the birds. Mm-hmm. I have a brother who lives there.
0: Mhm. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, um well it, I I just always think that it's um so it it's fun to to hear all the stories, Donna's got the big family and so I always hear oh. it every day. It's it's a new family yeah. story. Yeah, so. Donna does, <laughs> right, right. So. Um, and so, and Jordan's the, the new associate yes. here in the office mm-hmm. and I, I saw on the website um, for the firm that you you have the unique philosophy that you're, you're going to take somebody as a first year associate and you want them to be in the firm. For for their entire careers. That's that's the way that it's been it's been for, since Al and, and Bob, right? I mean, that's kind of the way you guys look at it. Well,
1: um, the the partners, I, I guess that's uh, through Dan oh, Jordan's the associate. We we've all only worked at this law firm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: and that's unique in this yeah. town. Yeah, um, yeah. and I, I I think that that is a testament to Mm-hmm. The, um, the history of, of this firm, really.
1: well I mean, really, to be honest, for them to tolerate me, you figure they're a pretty tolerant... <laughs> I'm not kidding, a pretty tolerant group, because yeah. I'm the kind of person who has to go in and say, well, what do you think of this? Every other minute, I'm going, <laughs> what what do you think of this? I, I talk through the wall to Larry Sheehan. He's on the other <laughs> side. So.
0: Well, and, and um, you know, talking with um, Professor Fenner and um, some of the other um, past presidents the amount of time that that is spent when you're president at the state bar level I mean, that's that's like taking a year off and you hear it every year at the at the the lunch Oh,
1: you know when yeah, they when they
0: pass the yeah, torch to the yeah, new one, but yeah. um, I Mean it, it's you have to have a firm that supports you
1: you do that That is true and I was well, when I started here, Bob Spire was in the line to become president. Mm-hmm. So, I was here when he was the president and you could see how hard he worked. Mm-hmm. But everybody supported that. Mm-hmm. And when I did it, everyone supported it. So
0: And I think I think that's important is maybe as a society we go to personal branding, you know, everyone sort of themselves first, but the the firm, the team, the we're all in this together. Amy's doing something important. We're going to back her up. Sort of mentality of, of the firm supports this culture. Gross and Welch, they you know they support a, a bar leader culture. That's sort of what mm-hmm. they you know they've committed to. Um, I think that's that's good, even in, in the world where we're all just our own little.
1: Well, I think I'd look one. at it. We feel like each one of us is doing something important mm-hmm. and we have to back each other up. Mm-hmm. I just happen to do that. So. It,
0: it, everyone finds their niche and, yeah. and yeah. support each other yeah. in that way. Yeah.